0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Retro Encounter. As always, I'm Josh Curry. With me is a great cast. We have Mike Solosi. Hello, everybody. Marcos Gaspar. Howdy. Beer Treisenberg. Hello. And making his Retro Encounter debut, John Tucker.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Now, this is a very, very exciting bonus encounter episode. We are here to talk about what we at least consider to be the best RPG of all time, Tetris.
2: Well, okay, let's let's be real for a minute. Maybe not the best RPG of all time. I, th- I think definitely the best RPG on the Game Boy, one of the best RPGs of the '80s. But I don't know if it's in my personal top ten. Time.
0: So and this is where you you get into the like logistics of best game of all time. But yeah, yeah
2: we we don't want, we, you, we don't want to take uh, ignoring to that. that. It is. Yeah. I mean,
0: th- there's a fundamental element of because it made the entire video game industry. It made the RPG genre. I think by default, it almost has to be considered the best RPG of all time. I how, how Look, many how many Game Boys did it sell, right? All a the Game ton, Boys, a ton. Ooh,
2: Yeah, it's it. like un, beyond the shadow of a doubt, hugely influential game, both as a both as a handheld game and as a and as an early RPG. But I I don't know. I mean, it's it it, it lacks. I mean, it has a timelessness to it. But oh, it lacks, I thought
0: you were gonna say lacks depth. I no, was no, old. No, no,
2: no, no, <laughs> oh. no, 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 no. It, it's not. It, it lacks, you know, the sophistication of modern dialogue and mo- and modern yeah. characters. But it's absolutely. It simplifies
0: the dialogue. You don't have terrible voice actors ruining I, the lines.
2: Right, okay, that. Or, all right, that's or, true. Or but or I, I don't want to sound like. Yeah, I, I don't want to yeah. sound like I'm crapping on Tetris because I love it so much. But it's it's not yeah. really one of my all-time favorite RPGs. It's how, just how know, like, it's like like uh, top twenty, yeah, but maybe not top ten for me.
0: For I don't me. even know what to say to you right now, Mike. Okay, no. um, I'll I, I'll, just,
2: I'll just be I, quiet for a few minutes. Uh, talking
0: why did you even want to be on the podcast if we're talking about Tetris being the best RPG if you're going to say all these terrible things about it?
2: I'm not saying anything terrible about it, and you know like we've even gotten feedback on the forums our our conversations are more interesting if it's not just everyone agreeing that something's great, there needs to be a counterpoint
0: I think that's fair, but if we're talking about any other game other than Tetris, (sighs) when you have a universal acclaim of it being the best RPG you can't then come in here and be like oh, I don't know, maybe it's like (sighs) 5
3: The tale of the straight block that fell from the sky is like one of the most important story moments in all of role playing. It's like up there is... with Aerith getting killed.
2: The straight block is so overrated. It it upsets yeah. the game balance. Oh,
3: I uh... I don't think the game could function without the straight block though. Like where would we No, do you don't need a
2: straight block? block. You have an
0: L block. It does the same thing but so much more.
2: Uh, well, look, look mathematically, uh... the straight block is the most powerful. A character in the game. See, and we're, oh, we're talking about math? I thought we are talking about video games.
3: How, I mean, we're already getting into how deep this game's combat system is. If, if you want if you want to min-max it,
1: yeah, straight block is the... You know.
2: It's is, is a crucial level. part of the strategy if you're, you're min game. It's for chumps.
0: It's for somebody that wants no challenge. Oh, I'm just going to play a game with straight blocks. How can I screw this up?
3: What, what do you have against easy modes?
0: <laughs> I want to be a real gamer. I don't want to just, like... I don't know, play with my left hand while I'm reading a magazine with my right hand.
3: I, I question what you. I was gonna about to question <laughs> what
0: you were doing with the other hand. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was okay. totally a Bayonetta like, pre-release yep. ad campaign in that my, came to my mind.
2: <laughs> not in my Tetris.
0: <laughs> no, the thing is you can't do that with Tetris because it's so good. You think of how twitchy and fast-paced Bayonetta is and it still can't compare to how... Like enthralling Tetrises. It's
2: completely timeless. Oh, we all know and, how
3: that Bayonetta is already a great RPG. And
2: and then the difficulty curve of Tetris, how it um how the battle system speeds up as you go along and adds and you know creates a greater risk reward factor. It's perfect. Like I, I can't even think of a game in the past twenty years that has a difficulty curve that compares to it.
1: And and the, those challenge stages, you can play them over and over again, and uh, you know it's a little bit different every time. Every a game's a new
0: game plus.
2: Unbelievable. Yeah. Every game is new game plus.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Josh, like, when did you first discover Tetris? Well, I mean...
0: I was born with Tetris. I came out like a square block.
2: <laughs> really? That must have been difficult for your mother.
0: I-I don't know, she didn't talk to me afterwards for a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to-, to be fair, if she had, you wouldn't have understood, because you were a baby.
0: <laughs> I was too busy,
2: yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Tetris was one of my first video games. It was really that and a demo of Prince of Persia on my family's old Mac were my the first two uh, video games I ever played. And I, mean, I, I know t- we're already Tetris. talking about Tetris, but Prince of Persia, that thing, legit. Oh, oh yeah, the original, the original board, run Prince of Persia is good, but it's it's not an RPG. We're only talking about RPGs on this podcast. Sorry, but yeah, um, um, Tetris, it was one of the games that made me a gamer today and i even though i was maybe being a little disparaging at the beginning of the podcast it's it's definitely one of the all-time greats it's it's battle system is fresh and fun to this day in 2016.
1: it was the uh, the first game that i actually bought myself i you guys know i'm the old guy on the crew it came out when i was in I think I was in late junior high or so in high school. I bought a uh, I bought a Game Boy just so I could have some Tetris. And uh, I still like I, I have a I have a console now that plays like Game Boy games and you know NES games and stuff like that. And the Tetris permanently uh, glued into the slot, pretty much.
0: I mean, you can just I think a perfect summation about how strong the Tetris brand is is it was able to take the character of
2: Mario and give him a PhD. Doctor Mario is a Tetris for spin-off. It wishes it was his Tetris yeah. it was Tetris. That's
0: what I'm saying. You are taking just a portion of that brilliance and it was able to elevate just a regular Italian dude from a plumber. A plumber, yeah. To a doctor.
3: There was the time Kirby <laughs> had an avalanche too. Kirby Kirby's Avalanche was probably like yeah, the, Kir- it's the best Kirby game. That's objective fact.
2: No, and, no, dude. Eh, in all fairness, yeah. Kirby sets a pretty low bar. <laughs> Kirby Super Kirby Superstar for the SNES is the best Kirby game, but whatever. It that's not as good as Tetris either.
1: That's I I really liked Yoshi's Kirby. But cookie, it just goes to show the
2: but it removed
1: all the RPG elements which, you know. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Like ticked yeah, that's off. Which is really where we're getting into the biggest problem where all those games are Tetris like, but they don't really capture the true like, you know, spirit of Tetris, like what makes Tetris such a great a great role-playing game.
2: Yeah, like i mean even some of the spinoffs like Tetris Blast and Tetris Attack. Even well, Tetris Attack is really a peneld upon game. I mean, those all they're riding Tetris's coattails a little bit. I mean, removing the RPG elements, adding some bomb gimmicks and Yoshi gimmicks. Those, it's it's not the same Tetris, and it's it's almost it's well, not almost. It's quite remarkable that I mean, can we all agree the best version of Tetris is the 1984 Game Boy game? Hmm. Tetris on
0: my Nokia phone back in the day was pretty cool too.
2: Oh, okay, all right, sure, but I mean that's basically a port, but it's
3: like I I think you don't like the one that EA did.
2: (laughs) No, and then (laughs) even like like uh, Tetris DS was okay, and there's been good recent versions of Tetris, but the best one, the timeless one, is a game that's 32 years old, and I think that's really, really something special. Well, so
0: I I think you bring up like recent Tetris. I I think Tetris has been. ruined in a lot of ways. I mean, Bejeweled became so popular and it it, it takes some of the elements of Tetris and just morphs it into this abomination. Um, and from that, you get like Puzzle Quest and all these other games, but they're interesting diversions at best, but at worst, you just sit there and you're like, I really wish I could just turn back time and go back to a simpler time, a better time, a time full of Tetris.
1: One of those games where you you wish that you could uh, wipe wipe all the story out of your mind and play it again, and <sighs> get uh, oh, you know. And what's amazing is knowing you know that came out of Russia during the Cold War. Uh, I mean, you know, not a lot of
0: appreciation in the West for uh, stuff. No, not even right not
2: before. even Russia. That's the Soviet Union. And In all well, fairness, sure, one sure. of the
0: only things they succeeded in during the Cold War.
2: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. basically all we got out of them were Rubik's Cubes and Tetris. So, you know, they're really good at colorful squares, and that's about it.
1: Did Rubik's Cubes come out of the Soviet Union?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, Rubik was a Hungarian mathematician in, so in the USSR. No it kind idea. of explains why they
0: didn't get anything done. Can you imagine trying to fight a war <laughs> and be given Tetris... Oh, no. and a Rubik's Cube? <laughs> like, here, scientists, figure all this out, but here's two diversions. Oh, yeah, you guys are going to be super oh, no. productive yes, now. I think,
3: I think you have discovered the secret to world peace.
2: <laughs> no, that, that, that's why they lost, is because the because the Western world wasn't distracted by Tetris or Rubik's Cubes until several years after the, the Soviets.
0: It was too late for them by then.
2: Oh, man. I had I, never I ever kinda... thought of that. So not bad.
3: only is Tetris one of the most influential video games of all time, but it also saved the world from nuclear. Gave annihilation.
2: us, yeah. 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 Like,
3: wow. We could
0: be, we could all be living in Fallout right now, <laughs> and have oh. us occasionally glitch out into walls and have quest givers no longer there. So <laughs> I mean, kind of again, I again, like
1: Robot
0: Tetris, Tetris came big for us. I, I just,
2: yeah. <laughs> There. Don't underestimate Tetris, man. It, it's, you know, shaping the world
3: uh, Oh, democracy.
2: But shaping. Thing. Oh, my okay. <laughs> God. I, that was not on purpose, guys. That was not on purpose. I feel, I'm kind of sorry about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> when we were talking about it, the characters, um, like, does each of, does, do any of you have a particular favorite character? Like, I think straight, I think that line piece straight block is overrated. But like, uh, and John, uh, sorry, Josh, you mentioned that you really like L block.
0: L oh, block all day, all day.
2: <laughs> you think, think L block has the best? You think L block has the best character arc in the game?
0: Well, I mean, it, it literally almost has an arc. It's it's.
2: Okay, true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's
0: in the shape. It has an angle.
2: It's multi-angled. <laughs> I think T block is super underrated. <laughs> T block. I got to go with T-Block as my favorite, but,
1: you know, it kinda, I came to it early. Last name Tucker, you know, you, oh, you kind of... Uh, yeah, you're with kind of forced name, into
2: that. With yeah, my last my... name, you'd, you'd think it would be S-Block or L-Block, but no, I mean, T-Block's my favorite as well. I, it right. just fits into so many configurations.
0: I, I think we can't understate, like, the relationship between T and L. I, I think that's why there's so many of us gravitate towards it. Is yeah. They kind of fill that same hole in our lives. Um,
1: yeah you know it's i mean maybe sure it's not as fleshed out as romances in you know like a bioware game or you know that that came later on but you know they did a lot with what they had available to them think about how much how much you could fit on a game boy
2: game cartridge not a lot man tetris with modern dialogue trees that would be really special
1: yeah, but only if they did it right. Because I've been uh, I've been playing through um, Dragon Age Inquisition recently, and and I know people have this issue with Fallout Four. but I'm kind of getting ticked off sometimes where I pick a dialogue option, and they don't really say what I expected they were going to say out of that. So
0: I also feel like you you look at you, you mentioned Fallout and Dragon Age and. I mean, they try to be the, these open world experiences, but at the end of the day, no matter what dialogue choices you pick, you end up at the same location. And I mean, Tetris—it yeah, happened so much long time ago. Like every choice you make is a branching path, and it never comes back to a centralized storyline. And you think of like how much just creative pulls something off like that. Yeah, and oh, we're hitting. we're still trying to do that today.
2: <laughs> the open world elements of Tetris really still hold up today. It's it's an, another thing on how on how remarkably ahead of its time Tetris was. Yep. And I mean, uh, going back to the characters thing, I mean, it's it would be really interesting seeing um, if the, if they had sort of modern Bioware esque uh, dialogue trees because I, I don't know if anything. I think that would force the different um, characters into a kind of personality. When I first played Tetris. I, I sort mm-hmm. of wouldn't like that, um, be, because I mean, r- really, my in, my inter it would affect my interpretation of these classic characters if it had a dialogue tree like that.
1: Yeah, maybe so. And, and uh, I mean, again, you'd, you'd have to come down to the developer too, because you know, what if they went, oh, you know, let's be all stereotyping. Square Block is, you know, he's gonna be the big tough guy, and you know, always angry at yeah, everybody because like, he's like, a big square that guy. Would
3: be, that would be like making a movie out of Angry just wouldn't work. No.
2: How dare you, Peter? How dare you? The <laughs> Warcraft movie's gonna come out, like, within a month of the Angry Birds movie.
3: Okay, I actually think the Warcraft movie looks good, and I know I'm in the minority on that one. But everyone's complaining that the Warcraft movie looks like cutscenes, and I'm just like, that's the point, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting from a Warcraft
2: movie? <laughs> and whatever. And, and Blizzard makes great cutscenes, but oh man... Do you think if there was a a modern interpretation of the Tetris RPG, it would have, it would have like zoomed in cutscenes?
3: I bet it would have Blizzard's production values for
0: sure. Like, you would basically have
2: to. I would watch a Tetris movie in a half second.
0: I'd want that. Like, have you guys all played the end to the end of Starcraft Two?
2: Um, I have uh, not. No, I know. Like I know the ending. If you're talking about a. Uh,
0: it just you know how it goes to like crazy anime goodness that's absolutely yes. insane. I want yeah. Tetris to go there.
2: Oh man!
0: I want full episodes on like of them just like charging up their attacks <laughs> and then just plunging into that hole and erasing a whole column or row. Like yeah. yeah.
2: And having one of straight pieces moves take up an entire episode. <sighs>
0: Why is it's always like, right? going to be the straight piece with you? Every time it comes back to the yes. straight piece. You already said the T is the best one. You every no, no, time. He's
2: my favorite. The
0: first piece That's you always thing. want to talk about is the straight piece. Straight, straight piece. That's is the, the thing. Most powerful one. It has the biggest attacks.
2: Oh. Yeah, straight.
3: Like... Look. Straight piece is the Goku, whereas T piece is the Vegeta.
2: And look, Vegeta and Piccolo were always cooler than Goku. Yeah. Exactly. Even though they're objectively not as powerful. <sighs> Vegeta gets to go <laughs> Guy mode.
1: I actually just was talking about this with somebody the other day. Everybody talks about, you know, like Superman is one of the least interesting comic book characters because the, the, um, what makes a character interesting is their limitations, not their powers. And I think that the the same goes for straight piece
2: here. Well, I, okay, I'm as a bit of a, as someone that actually likes Superman, even though I didn't like Batman v Superman, um, I, I think there's. That's
3: normal. It's okay
0: yeah <laughs>
2: you're not in the minority yeah well whatever but um I, I think there's some fallacy in that argument, but i i I see the basic gist of it like a lot of the a lot of the time what makes someone powerful interesting is their flaws and while I would tell your friends to maybe read all star Superman by Grant Morrison uh for Tetris, I think it it does hold up it, it like part of the reason why straight Peace is an interesting character, even though he's objectively really strong is because I mean he's just strong and kind of a jerk and he's so, not... Yeah, whatever.
0: First of all, Superman is a ridiculously terrible character. I just have to say that. <laughs> I mean, but it's, since it's right. topical since <laughs> wow. this is topical I am going to say the comic recently currently actually being produced by Max Landis, um, American
2: Alien is fantastic. And if you want if you want an even better interpretation of that kind of character, read uh Irredeemable by Mark Wade basically where the Superman-type character just uh, psychologically snaps and decides to um, rule the world and and destroy half of it. It's pretty great.
3: I thought that was the plot of half of Batman v. Superman.
2: Um, it's actually, well, no, it Batman, v. Batman v. Superman wish it wishes it was as good as Irredeemable. That, that's one of the years.
0: Batman v. Superman wishes it was good.
2: <laughs>
3: sure.
0: That Batman v Superman wishes it was as good as Tetris, just to bring it full circle. Well nothing nothing's as good as Tetris. I, I think if, wishes that. If, if you've listened to however long this podcast is and is going to be, and you only can listen to one part of the entire recording, you better listen to this sentence. <laughs> Tetris is the best thing ever. Mic drop.
3: We're done. Boom. Just like Amiibos, am I right, Josh?
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, I swear, Mike, if you get, somehow send me a, mm-hmm. a Tetris what? Amiibo, and it is it is a straight piece.
2: Oh, <laughs> if, oh, man. if there was a Tetris was, I a will track amiibo, you down. <laughs> if there was a Tetris Amiibo, I would buy two of all of them and then send half of them to you, Josh.
0: You can't buy be- that many because they'd be too close and then they'd disappear.
3: It's going to be an NX no, you're right. title. I have to about have each places. one in a
2: different room of my house.
3: <laughs>
0: exactly. And purposely position them so they don't create a full row.
2: If if I had two straight pieces lying, lying down side by side, they'd both disappear.
0: Just like all amiibos should.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. No, no love for the amiibos.
2: <laughs> Happy birthday, Josh.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah, this will basically be coming out on my birthday.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, for the uninitiated, Josh's birthday is in late March. <laughs> uh, so. oh,
1: and he it, hates Amiibo's. Yes. Uh, um And
2: I, I sent him a, an Amiibo as a birthday present, and he was. I'm, I'm still not quite sure if you're happy or upset because I got both messages at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I,
0: I think that's accurate.
3: <laughs> Sounds about right, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you you've known me long enough. I don't think I can be happy or upset uh-huh. about anything at the same time, or something.
2: Yeah. Okay. Don't. I think you I, may have contradicted yourself there, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Tetris, not one of my top ten, but absolutely timeless, amazing game. If you haven't played it already, then you're dead to me.
0: Awesome. Does anybody else have anything they want to? Say or did Mike sum it up perfectly for everybody?
3: I, I think I think Mike Mike hit the nail yeah. on the head. I mean, like you're not a complete human being if you haven't played Tetris, and you can't really say that about any other video game. Except you're not maybe, a
2: real gamer unless you
0: maybe
3: maybe Pokemon,
0: but yeah, just... even Pokemon put a uh, Tetris piece in it.
2: It's true, yeah. I'm right. oh like, right. I, I know you know yeah. that name. Pull it right out
1: there. right there in the uh, first one. All missing, no. <laughs>
2: There's plenty of Tetris I homages in Pokemon.
1: Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was just going to say, what about, uh, oh, what were those ones?
2: Unknown. Uh, right. Yeah, I yeah the, the I don't whole, know. Those That's are more alphabet letters instead of, te, instead of Tetris pieces. Yeah, okay, you can, you, can, you can
3: L's and T's, man, L's and T's.
2: That's true, yeah. yeah. And S's and Z's and J's. Tetris. Man, this just makes... This whole podcast makes me want to just hang up and go play Tetris a little bit. I still got my GBA.
0: Well, you know what, Mike? I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to end this special edition, this bonus encounter, retro encounter. um, And we are going to go play Tetris. Excellent. Good. So, thank you everybody for listening. Um, As always, you can jump on the boards, and say whatever you have to say to us. You, at this time, I'm, I'm convinced that you're going to be going on and agreeing that Tetris is the best anything ever. Um, especially the best RPG ever. Um, you can jump on iTunes, give us that five-star review, you can comment in there, it helps us out tremendously, and you can send us emails at retroidrpgfan.com um, So, as always, really appreciate you listening, and can't wait to hear all the love from you guys about Tetris.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody.